0: We're talking about Nessie today. A mythological being. We're talking about myths, myths of the health
1: world. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, okay. Well, that's recorded and I'll make sure to edit that little soundbite. That's going to be the tag for today's post. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> What's going on guys? Welcome to your health class. I'm Trevor. This is Teague. How's it going? We're your hosts today. I'm super excited to be here because this podcast I feel like really sums up like what the show is all about and I'm excited to jump into it. How are you feeling Teague? Yeah, let's get after it. Today we're going to be talking about the big health myths out there and how they affect your health and how we've been believing these things for a long time and what we can do about them, what we can do instead. So the first one we're covering today Fat, it's just an eyesore. Just extra energy. It's not really doing anything on your body. And it's got no worth. Completely wrong.
0: Yeah, that's how a lot of people feel. But there's a lot more to it than that.
1: Yeah, so it's crazy because your fat is actually an organ. So it releases hormones such as like leptin. That regulates your appetite. Adiponectin. Essentially, all that does is like Make your body more insulin sensitive. So, think of, like, uh, keeping yourself from getting diabetes, just regulating your metabolism better. Good things. Reduces your body's inflammation. And then there's another one called, I don't know if they say all the letters all together, or they call it ADAMTS1, or A-D-A-M-T-S-1. I don't know how they say it, to be honest. I couldn't find it online. But... All it does is influences your fat stem cells. So how they're used. Also, it also affects how blood vessels form in your fat. So essentially like has to do with circulation and all the way up to ovulation for females. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy, huh? That's important. (laughs) You think so? (laughs) And there's a couple other hormones too. Like there's a long list, probably like 15, 16 total that are like actually discovered at this point. Do you need to know all these? No, I don't know all these off the top of my head. I know like the main two, leptin and adiponectin. But uh, aside from that, you just know that your fat is doing a lot on your body and having healthy body fat and having just some body fat in general is going to be like crucial for like having overall good health.
0: Yeah, we're not talking about having tons of excess fat on your body.
1: Mm -hmm. That's at an unhealthy (laughs) level.
0: (laughs) It needs to be regulated and you need to be well within your range, but...
1: Yeah, fat is not unhealthy because essentially if you ever get too much of it or too little of it all these hormones it's not that you're just going to be depleted on these hormones for instance like leptin which would have you like hungry because you're not going to it's not going to be regulating your hunger Mm. but the other part of it is like how it's going to affect all the other hormones in your body because it's not like it's just one organ like all your organs like work together to have your body, like, functioning, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been on the bigger side of things, and I notice I feel like I have way less energy when yeah.
1: I'm a heavier guy and I have more fat on my body than when I've slimmed down. Well, like, just talking about leptin still is, like, just that hormone alone, like, having too much or too little will affect your thyroid hormones, your adrenaline, your noradrenaline, huh. and what these things do, affect your heart rate, affect your blood pr- pressure, affect your glucose metabolism. So, like, how well you can use, like, the sugars you're taking in. Yeah. Like, all this is just done by, or affected by just that one hormone going up and down. Okay. So, as
0: long as you have the right amount of fat on your body. Yeah. Or maybe just uh, probably, like, a little excess, you're you're doing good. So, don't think of the fat on your body as, like, the enemy. I mean, in certain cases when you're overweight, obviously, fat can become the enemy. But a little bit of fat on your body isn't going to hurt anything.
1: Well, it's also important to understand, like, there's quality fat and there's, like, poor quality fat. Yeah. So, when you're eating, like, healthy fats, when you're doing, like, cold exposure that can increase the quality, all these things are going to make your fat healthier and, therefore, like, all the hormones it's producing are going to be, like, better regulated and all that.
0: Cleaner all around the board, basically. Mm -hmm. So, it's probably way more important to at least if you're going to like be overweight or something like that, have
1: maybe a healthier fat on you. Sounds exactly. Like. Well, if you can think of like a sumo wrestler, for instance. Okay. Yeah. How they can get really big because they're exercising all the time. They're eating just tons of calories, but it's not necessarily like the worst quality calories. Like yeah, they
0: eat pretty darn good.
1: Yeah. It's a I lot mean, of, it's a
0: lot of carbs and stuff, mm-hmm. granted, but they, eat, I've seen their diets on a few TV shows and stuff like that. They eat like kings. Yeah.
1: Well, the big thing about it, though, is that even though they're eating all this food, all the exercise they're doing is creating, like, tons of adiponectin in their body. Mm -hmm. And this is helping them, like, keep inflammation down. It's keeping uh, their insulin very sensitive instead of, like, becoming desensitized to it, developing diabetes. And then it's also creating more brown fat on their bodies, which is all that is our Technically beige fat, but all it is is more mitochondria. Think of like the powerhouse of your cell, and it's just producing more heat. Trevor, what I'm hearing is it sounds like you're trying to find us a healthy
0: way to put on a bunch of fat.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, if your goal is to be a sumo wrestler.
0: (laughs) I guess. If you do the sumo wrestler way, you're uh, you're doing a little better off than uh, other people that have put on a bunch of fat.
1: Exactly. But also, if you look at sumo wrestlers, the second they stop doing like the – ridiculous amount of exercise i think they exercise for like four to eight hours just a day
0: yeah they do a lot
1: and then the rest of the time is like spent eating if you're not once they stop that like exercise regimen like all that like extra mitochondria they have all that beige fat all that like just fat burning fat essentially Mm -hmm. that like keeps their metabolism like super super high like all of it gets just down regulated and then they become like Obese, or just regular obese, and regular <laughs> obese instead of sumo wrestler obese. Exactly. Okay. And you so, just,
0: well, you just said something that kind of caught my attention. You said fat-burning fat.
1: So beige fat, kind of like what I was talking about a second second ago. Yeah, this fat has tons of mitochondria in it, and think of like back in high school when we were taking like what is it like biology? Yeah, maybe chem? No, biology, definitely biology. Yeah. So what that does is it takes the the blood sugar mm-hmm. and converts that into ATP for energy. And this is fat. That does so this, well, that's or? in your cells. Okay. And so when your body is like exposed to these conditions or ice baths or something like that, uh-huh. it causes your fat to produce more mitochondria in your fat. Okay. Because your body's like we need more energy essentially uh-huh. to be producing more. And so what it does is your body fat is now able to burn other fat because it's pulling in all this extra extra, um, calories into the mitochondria.
0: Fat-burning fat. Exactly. Holy
1: cow. I never Mm
0: -hmm. thought I'd hear the day. It's crazy, (laughs) huh?
1: That's why, like, ice baths and, like, exercise can be so good for, like, burning fat. It's not Mm -hmm. necessarily because all the calories you burn while doing it. Yeah. It's the fact that your body's adapting to burn more calories overall.
0: I have. That's crazy. Right? I've never heard of that in my life fat burning fat. (laughs) Wow.
1: So at the end of the day, your fat's not just an eyesore. It's not just there to store extra energy. It's doing stuff. You got to take care of it. Eat healthy fats and pretty much. So that's probably why those super
0: wrestlers can get away with being that big.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, because when they get measured for like all the markers of like heart disease and all those kind of things, is they don't have those markers until they stop working out all the time.
0: Holy cow. So they
1: can be that big and still be healthy. And it's kind of the same thing with football players, too. A lot of football players. Well, the, can be, Some
0: get pretty big, but sumo wrestler are big. Oh, is, yeah. That's big. <laughs> it's, a, it's
1: a much better example. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Wow, that's crazy.
1: Okay, that brings us to health myth number two. Oatmeal is a healthy breakfast. So this kind of goes with the recommendation that, like, Two to three servings a day is what you should be eating or sometimes even more you'll see. Yeah, I've never
0: – sorry to interrupt. I've never <laughs> been one of those guys who's like, oh, I could just go for a whole bowl of oatmeal in the morning. Like that sounds like a great start <laughs> to my day. I've had oatmeal, but when I have it, obviously I put sugar in it or I'll even go out on a limb and put some fruit in there instead of sugar. But it never makes me feel – like I'm energized and ready for the day. If anything, I get sleepy after eating oatmeal.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel. And because the thing is is it's touted as being so healthy because the bran in the oatmeal
0: mm-hmm.
1: like which is essentially what the fiber is made of. yeah, um, actually reduces your body's cholesterol. So you okay. think that's a pretty good thing.
0: Yeah, it sounds good, right? so far. So
1: like if you were to eat just straight oat bran, mm-hmm. it's not gonna be very tasty. It's not like a normal bowl of oatmeal, mm. but that would be a better option compared to like the instant oatmeals, which are by far the worst ones. Yeah, horrible for you. Yeah. Because pretty much all that oat bran, which is the quote unquote healthy part of it, is mm. stripped out. It's. Heavily processed so you can warm it up in like three seconds. I was
0: waiting for that word, processed.
1: processed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: waiting to hear it. I knew it was coming.
1: <laughs> and plus, uh, to make it taste good, just right out of the bag, they add sugar to it.
0: Yeah, lots of sugar.
1: I mean, they make... And then there's like steel cut oats. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a little bit better because there's more of the brand in there. But still, it's cut out quite a bit. And what's left is a lot of carbs. Mm. Essentially, just tons of carbs right there.
0: Yeah, it's like a whole bowl of carbs mm-hmm. for breakfast.
1: And what happens in your body when you just eat a giant bowl of carbs in the morning?
0: I get sleepy. I know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and scientifically what happens is your blood sugar spikes up. Okay. Your insulin levels spike up. So, yes, you're going to get sleepy Like after this like short little burst of energy you're yeah, going to get. sounds
0: like a recipe for a crash
1: to me. Exactly, and also a recipe for heart disease. Oh, and diabetes.
0: Okay, that's a little worse than a crash. <laughs>
1: Holy cow! Sorry to just like <laughs> throw that one in there. Yeah, because if you look at like even um, steel cut oats on the like, glycemic index, mm-hmm. which is pretty much just like how fast your body's gonna respond to the carbs you're gonna eat. So like sugar is like at one. Okay, and so the all- certain kinds of carbs. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much how fast is gonna get absorbed into your bloodstream.
0: Okay. Well, sugar's, yeah, probably the highest on the
1: Actually there's things higher than sugar. It's oh. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know them off the top of my head, but there's a couple of things that are like higher than sugar and you're like, What? <laughs> <laughs> sugar's pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, also like uh for instance, like liquid sugar. Okay. That is even higher. Because you don't really than- have to digest it. It yeah. just goes straight into your Barely any digestion needs to happen. It's yeah. just okay. ready to sense. ready to be used. Yeah, that makes sense. So oatmeal has about the same glycemic index of about fifty five. The steel we're talking about steel cut here. Yeah. As honey, and I mean honey's not pure sugar. Well, I mean it uh, pretty much yeah. is pure sugar, yeah. but uh, no, because of the enzymes nice. and stuff in there, okay. and you're getting like better quality, it slows down the digestion just a little bit. So oh. Does that have anything to do with, like, the viscosity of honey or anything like that? Or is... I think it might, possibly. I don't know exactly. Oh, no, it's pretty thick, so. I think it has to do with the uh, glucose to fructose. Okay, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, just the sugars that make it up, because there's a couple different types of sugars, essentially. Okay. But, essentially, like, at the end of the day, this... Oatmeal is going to get absorbed into your system really quickly, Mm -hmm. Great spikes, drop down, and it's just going to leave you feeling hungry the rest of the day. Yeah. So, (laughs) leave you feeling hungry the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. I just feel like every time I have something that's super carb heavy in the morning, it doesn't even have to be oatmeal. It just creates this upburst in energy and I feel good. I'm like, okay. And then bam i'll have this crash later on i just feel low energy low everything i just don't want to do anything for the rest of the day Mm -hmm. so yeah definitely not a good start to the day for me i don't think it'd be a good start start to the day for anybody to be honest
1: i mean you can mitigate this by adding some fiber to your oatmeal but then at the end of the day is oatmeal really worth worth it there's
0: plenty of better options exactly more on along the fat line or the protein line. Yeah, you definitely want to get some of those fats. I'd say are big in the morning.
1: Mm-hmm. Fats, proteins, and mm-hmm. and or just fasting. Yeah, like those are pretty much your best options in the morning because it keeps your blood and insulin, our blood sugar level and your insulin levels down. Mm-hmm. And so it's not creating any hunger spikes in the morning, leaving you just hungry throughout the day. Yeah. And if your goal is like to lose fat, this is going to be huge.
0: Yeah. I'd say fat, proteins, and if you need to, a small amount of carbs in the morning.
1: But I'd also just pair it with more proteins because the more proteins you have, it's gonna keep you much more full throughout the morning.
0: Yeah. And I'd, if you could, probably leave carbs to the end of the day, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I find the best results of like just kind of keeping my carbs to my last meal, especially like after a workout and just a refuel. And then just keeping the fats and the sugars, or not fats and sugars, the fats and the proteins in the morning Mm -hmm. just to stay full throughout the day.
0: Yeah. So, things you could eat in the morning to replace oatmeal, probably eggs. Eggs are a big one.
1: Which leads us into health myth number three.
0: (laughs) Eggs, stuff like that, you know, um, sausage.
1: Sausage Put cheese good, on
0: your eggs, have some nice fats in there, stuff like that.
1: Or chia seeds are a good option, too. That's good. So or eggs, got carb- with, eggs uh, with spinach, maybe. Ooh, there you go. I don't know. Saute okay. up some spinach with some eggs. That sounds good to or me. some onion in there, too. That sounds like some clean energy right there. Exactly. Or a protein shake. Or a protein shake. Because I don't like cooking in the morning, essentially. <laughs> 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 okay. And it leads us into... What were you saying? Sorry, I interrupted you. You should avoid eggs. And red meat because of cholesterol and saturated fat. Cholesterol. Big enemy there. Big mm-hmm. enemy. Because, like, the whole thing is that's going to cause heart disease, right? That's what I've heard, at least. But is it true? What do you think? I mean, are you going to tell me? Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so, actually, in 2015, the US dietary guidelines exonerate c- cholesterol. So, They stated that there's no link between dietary cholesterol and heart disease. So, just that simple. This was the U.S. dietary guidelines. So, I mean, it took them a long time to make this change. A
0: long time?
1: Thank the Lord they finally made it. (laughs) Huh. Okay, so now clean slate for cholesterol. Essentially. So, like, eating high cholesterol foods was found to have, like, very little effect on your, like, blood cholesterol levels in general.
0: Yeah, so I've heard that eggs in the morning in excess, say I do like a bunch of eggs in the morning, Mm -hmm. I've always heard there's been this underlying factor that if you have this many or a bunch of eggs in the morning, like every day for a long period of time, your cholesterol is going to spike and you're going to like die of a heart attack.
1: Yes, that's uh, been the common thing going around. But they actually found that uh, what had a bigger correlation to it was high sugar, high carb, Raises your blood cholesterol even more. What do you know? Sounds and like
0: oatmeal.
1: Exactly. <laughs> In case you're not watching the video of this, I'm pointing to Teague right now. She's <laughs> putting it all together.
0: Oatmeal sounds like the culprit more than eggs.
1: And having this high carb, high sugar, like meal, also decreases like the good cholesterol, the quote unquote good cholesterol, uh-huh. the HDL and increases the LDL. And the LDL actually isn't that bad, but there's another type of one that they don't necessarily talk about all that much Okay. called the VLDL. So okay. very low density. Okay. So it's like even worse than the LDL. Because like LDL versus HDL, like if they're just the natural ones in your body, mm-hmm. don't make that much of a difference. Okay. Like that's not the ones that we're like super worried about. Yeah. What we're like very much worried about is that very low VLDL.
0: We're talking about cholesterol. Yes. So is that the one that basically clogs arteries and stuff like that? Essentially,
1: that's the one that's going to be leading to all the heart problems. Okay. All that. So that comes with carbs. So that comes with essentially like spiking your blood sugar, spiking your. Okay. So carbs. Yeah.
0: So like sugars and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: A diet too excess in either of those. Well, I mean. Too much carbs, too much sugar, especially Mm -hmm. all in one sitting. Yeah. It's just going to lead to long-term damage and long-term, like, essentially your cholesterol levels are going to get off.
0: I just had a a light bulb. Go ahead. I just had a light bulb in my brain. So, uh, all this talk about um, sugary drinks. It sounds like sugary drinks, like sodas and stuff like that, are probably the worst things you could possibly put in your body. Because... Well, how much di- digestion is required for those? sounds like none. It'll mm. just go straight to your little. bloodstream and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you have those, it's stockpiled with carbs, which are yeah. the
1: sugars. Like one can of Pepsi, I think, has almost 40 grams of sugar, if not more.
0: Sorry to get off topic. but No, just no, no, me... no.
1: It totally is like, it totally kind of like clicks all together, though. Because like, yeah. if you look at the rise of like the pushing of like drinking sodas, uh-huh. higher carb diets, that's when you see the U.S., Having a spike in heart problems. The, the Our number one cause of death, one in six Americans, is dying from heart disease. So you're telling me that if I drink a bunch of soda, I'm going to
0: have high cholesterol, basically?
1: Essentially down the line. Wow. Well, assuming... Well, also, you got to look at the rest well, of your diet. Well, other factors, too. yeah, but... The rest of your diet plays a big role into it. Yeah. Because... If that was the only bad thing you were doing, you might Might get away with it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that clarifies, uh, helps me understand why sodas can be so bad. Like I've heard, oh, all the sugar and everything, but when you get really down to brass tacks and look into it, it can.
1: Well, it's pretty much the problem of like what happens when your body is depleted on like the healthy fats, the healthy proteins, and even the healthy carbs Mm -hmm. and what it has to do when you're giving it so much sugar. Okay. And so it can't really do a whole lot with that. So that's when these like this VLDL cholesterol comes into play Okay. because it doesn't have the healthy cholesterol in your body. It doesn't have the healthy fats to make the healthier cholesterol. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Wow. So eggs.
1: <laughs> eggs.
0: <laughs> not so bad after all.
1: Not so bad. Oatmeal,
0: and, not the best.
1: We still got another part of it. What's that? Is that like the saturated fat in them? Okay. So the saturated fat from like eggs, red meat, even butter, Uh been demonized forever. That's also gonna cause heart disease. That's also gonna kill you, clog your arteries. Okay. And uh, I just pulled a quote here, and just in case you want to want to go like research this quote some more, page thirty three of Food by Doctor Mark Hyman. Okay. This is just a direct quote from it because it just sums it up perfectly. So. Studies of more than 600,000 people in 19 countries... That's a big poll. Yeah, pretty big. Sorry, Found no link between saturated fat and heart disease. Another study of 135,000 people from 18 countries and five continents over 10 years showed a lower risk of heart disease and death from eating saturated fat.
0: Okay, so... To get this straight, that doesn't mean you can go to, like, Burger King and get some, like, crazy, like, burgers or fries or anything like that
1: that are full of saturated fats. I like, mean, that's yeah. not what I'm saying here. <laughs> not what we're saying here. Yeah. We're not saying just to go out and just, like... Like, oh, I mean,
0: saturated fat's good. All right.
1: I better get back on that Burger <laughs> King. So, the big problem of it comes in, first off, having the high the high sugars, uh-huh. but then also the vegetable oils especially oh, okay. when you pair the two together yeah that's just like a
0: recipe for disaster exactly
1: <laughs> and take that burger from burger king yeah it's gonna be a very low quality meat mm-hmm. so it's gonna be high in saturated fat and okay. not any like the health benefits
0: so we're talking about healthy saturated fats yes essentially. So,
1: or just like get them from your whole foods essentially
0: well yeah okay yeah. so try and steer clear of anything that's processed basically
1: yeah. i mean processed well, <laughs> Uh, it's back (laughs)
0: uh,
1: it essentially just comes down to like the processed foods like whether no matter (laughs) whatever you're getting from them whether it be fats or carbs or sugars all these things they're not going to be good for your body okay the more processed they are the less they are (laughs) processed? (laughs) you're just going to point out every time we say processed now aren't you?
0: well I mean (laughs) so what I'm getting is that Almost anything processed isn't going to be good, depending on how much of the processing mm-hmm. is like, or how much how much of the processing there is. Exactly. I mean, if something that is taken from like raw, from nature or whatever, is processed maybe just a little bit, I can't imagine it'd be too bad for you. I mean, it depends on the steps mm-hmm. that are taken. But a lot of the stuff we're talking about is overly processed, like stuff that's got tons of preservatives and stuff like that. It's not good for you at all.
1: Yeah. Like a good rule of thumb is like if you look at a food and you can't tell what's in it. Yeah. You can't tell like what ingredients are in it. Yeah. It's got like dye, V18,
0: and, like <laughs> a bunch of different colors. And you're like, oh, okay. It says naturally colored. So it can't be <laughs> that bad, right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's
1: natural cumber, <laughs> natural cumber, natural. Natural color number 42. Come oh, on, how do you yeah. not know that
0: color? Yeah, it's a number, right? I it, mean, that can't be that bad.
1: That's, it's my, fa- that's my favorite color.
0: Oh, okay. 42 is my favorite number. Oh. So, I mean, hey.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so at the end of the day, just avoiding the processed foods is going to make the biggest difference in you losing fat.
0: Yeah, and it's also going to get you those healthy saturated fats or better mm. saturated fats that we're talking about that aren't going to be detrimental to your
1: health. Exactly. Okay, okay. Um, and the, this kind of brings us just straight into number four, and that fat in your food will make you fat. Okay. And that's just totally not true. Well, how I've seen it is always, you eat too much, you get fat, basically. <laughs> <laughs> or you eat poor quality foods, and you get fat. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's definitely true, too.
1: So, those two factors right there are going to lead a lot more to whether you're going to gain or lose fat mm-hmm. than whether you eat just fat. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. So, what happens is your body eats fat and comes in the form of something called a triglyceride. Okay. All that is is three fatty acids pair together, and fatty acids are what your body uses to get energy out of fat.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so like,
1: it's converting it into energy. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it does... Well, it tries to do with everything else pretty much, right?
1: Yeah. So what happens, you eat fat, your body like unpackages it. So it's just like fatty acids in there. Mm -hmm. And then if you need it right away to like repair your body, use it as energy or, all right, if you need it for either of those things, it'll just go off and do that. Mm -hmm. Your body will use it for that. If you don't need it right now, your body's going to store it in your fat cells for later. Yeah. It'll repackage it as a triglyceride. Because that's basically like the most efficient way for your body to use it. Mm-hmm. And so, it'll just take it, put it in your fat cells for a rainy day when you do need it.
0: Yeah. So, anything in excess, you have to realize that your body, no matter what, is going to store it as fat. Yeah. Or it's going to be stored in these like, mm-hmm. I guess you'd call them chambers of fat. So, wherever your, your body tissue. stores. Them. Yeah, your fat tissue. So, maybe in your stomach, in your thighs, wherever. It's going to pack on that fat. In case you need excess energy for when
1: you're not gonna have food. But it's which like which is not really a problem nowadays, <laughs> obviously. But like this brings us to the point that like if you're if your thinking is like, okay, I'm gonna get around this system, if I just don't eat the fat, my body won't have anything to store. Yeah, not the case. But your body's smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> your body can literally convert like carbs and proteins uh-huh. to fatty acids. Okay. So then it can take those fatty acids and store them in your fat. Yeah. But gotcha. <laughs> the problem is, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Like, just a, even a little bit more detail on it uh-huh. is like the fats that your body creates when it converts the sugar to fat. Yeah, are actually the are the two fatty acids that are associated with heart disease and insulin resistance.
0: Okay, wow, this
1: is getting complicated now. Okay, so we're okay.
0: talking about intaking food, digesting it, and your body body process it as processes it. As these different Mm -hmm. things that it can store in your body as, which are not necessarily unhealthy or healthy.
1: So, like, I'm going to break it down just a little bit more. So, say you're not eating any fat right now. Yeah. You just eat, like, a boatload of sugar. Okay, yeah. So, you eat all that sugar, and now you use it for energy, Mm -hmm. but you have some left over. Yeah. So, your body's going to be like, okay, we're going to store this for later. Yeah. So, your body converts it to a fat so it can store it mm-hmm. and then but the fat that it converts it into yeah is that fat that they find that's like associated with the heart disease and uh, like insulin resistance so
0: you're not only getting the immediate effects of this whatever unhealthy thing you're putting in your body if you have excess of that it's gonna store that and use that for later
1: exactly so you're getting kind of long-term
0: effects from Mm -hmm. this unhealthy thing you've consumed.
1: That's kind of how, like, all these, like, wire decisions matter now because it's going to add up in the future. Okay. Like, eating just a super high-fat or a super high-sugar diet right now or, like, an unhealthy fat diet right now, it's just going to affect you in the future because you're going to be continually doing damage.
0: Yeah, so say you're consuming, all you consume is fast food, fast-processed food, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. If you eat an excess of that every time and your body stores all this fat, stores all this fat, stores all this fat, and you become very large, you're only going to be able to use, say, if you go on a diet, you're going to be able to use that excess fat, which is sounding like it's not very good for you.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be very good for you, but it'll essentially burn it off Yeah, or use it as a form of energy. So that sounds...
0: Especially if you consume a lot of food and you become a bigger person like this, it sounds like it's going to have some very long-term lasting effects, mm-hmm.
1: very and, negative effects. And that's how like that chronic inflammation comes into play. Yeah. Because when you're when this is stored in your body, it's changing how your body's function functioning and creating more inflammation. And this is where it's like just kind of like snowballs at a certain point. It's wow. like one system will shut down because like the inflammation becomes too much, which causes another system to shut down and another, and then oh, wow. nothing's working correctly.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I've never thought about it like that, but, I mean, for someone who's doing this and is overweight and is eating these bad foods, they need to think about, hey, I mean, I'm getting these effects because I'm growing like larger in size, I'm getting fatter and everything, but you have to realize you're going to be using that fat that has been put on by all these unhealthy things mm-hmm. you have to realize that that's going to be affecting you too yeah so it's that's just, insane
1: it's a it's a very long-term process yeah, to kind of like a reverse cycle. all this and that's why like the best way to reverse this is you got to get the healthy fats in your body you got to mm-hmm. get healthy proteins in there and like a moderate carb intake like your body doesn't necessarily need carbs but you can benefit from them you can use them for energy still and just getting healthy sources, healthy fibers, all this stuff is going to like basically do a whole like snowball effect. It's going to take some time to build up, yeah. but it'll eventually replace all these like inflammatory, broken, whatever things. And so it's not too late. It's it's never too late. It's never just, too late.
0: <laughs> That's good.
1: Making, making better choices. Your body will thank you immediately.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, if I was in that position, I'd, This would be, like, a wake-up call for me, like, to change because – It's
1: only going to get harder, essentially.
0: Yeah. I mean, and knowing that I'm going to have all this excess fat on me that's already – it's just unhealthy fat. Yeah. I mean, granted, fat in general and excess on your body isn't the greatest thing, and it puts a tax on your body regardless. But knowing that it's this, like, basically harmful fat (laughs) – that is angry.
1: <laughs> well, it's I mean, not good. You could think of it just in the fact that, like, if you're eating just whole, healthy foods, yeah, it's so much harder to overeat it and just put on a ridiculous amount of fat. That's true because all the foods nowadays are just like loaded yeah. with stuff. And like, kind of what we we're talking about with the uh, with the oatmeal mm-hmm. of like how it raises your blood sugar, raises your insulin, yeah, and then once those crash, it just makes you hungrier. Yeah. And so it becomes when you're eating these processed foods that do this to you all the time, Mm -hmm. you're just gonna be constantly hungry, constantly overeating. And so it creates a vicious cycle.
0: Like so maybe a good example is when I eat pizza, Mm -hmm. I can eat pizza and just I'll get full, but then like maybe (laughs) an hour later it's like I didn't even eat anything. Yeah, exactly. It's just carbo
1: loaded madness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so your body is not going to be functioning at the top level or just... Oh, I feel horrible when you eat (laughs) pizza. Not good. It's so delicious, but... (laughs) Yeah, pizza's delicious. Man, you just feel freaking awful. Yeah, you can throw all the veggies you want on that. You can throw a whole salad
0: on top of that. thing. I'm still not going to feel good after eating pizza. Nope.
1: Yeah. I honestly feel like it's a day or two after eating that pizza till I'm back to normal. Yep.
0: Get out of your system and everything.
1: Well, I mean, especially when it's like you and me and we like sit down and eat an entire large pizza for ourselves. Yeah. No, <laughs> Each no. one of us. It just
0: feels like air in the stomach.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but moving on to the last one. And this is kind of this is a kind of trickier myth to go around because it is to lose weight, you need to eat less and exercise more. And while there is some truth to this. It's completely overlooking like what we're just talking about, like the quality of food. Yeah. Like quality is so important. Then there's the stress in your life. There's the sleep in your life. All these different factors play into it.
0: Yeah. When you see all these like, um, oh, you need to lose weight and do all this videos Mm -hmm. and they're trying to sell this product or whatever. It's like, oh, if I just exercise more, I'll lose weight, right? That's all I need to do. So I need to hop on this bike that they're trying to sell me and get on it for however (laughs) long they tell me and I'll lose weight. And I'm sure a lot of people do that and they're
1: like, what's going
0: on? Why aren't I losing any weight?
1: Or you might just lose a bit in the beginning and yeah. then it just like stagnates and it's yeah. like, why won't it go any farther? You
0: have to take into account all the other factors and mm-hmm. probably a lot of people don't realize that there are a lot more than they even think they're possible. Yeah, <laughs> Like food, for example, if you're not eating healthy quality food, just forget about it. Yeah. Like there's no point. I think the root of everything... Forget about exercising. The root Mm -hmm. of it is your diet.
1: Yeah. If you don't look into your diet, you're a lost cause. Well, it's like the whole idea that you just can't out-exercise a bad diet. Yeah. Well, I mean, think of it this way. What you eat is going to become part of you. Yeah. Your body literally takes that fuel and repairs itself. It uses it it as energy. And so, if you're going to be making yourself out of like these poor quality ingredients – What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, it's just going to lead to bad results. Yeah,
0: poor results. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Poor quality food equals poor results, poor performance.
1: And so, like, you could be in the gym just completely destroying your muscles every single day. But if you don't have some quality ingredients in there to rebuild yourself, fill those gaps in, it honestly could lead to more problems than it's, like, fixing.
0: Yeah, and not only that, it's going to take you longer to repair your body. It's going to take these aches and pains a lot longer to go away. Maybe they never go away. Yeah. There's a lot of issues that uh, unhealthy food can cause in an unhealthy unhealthy diet.
1: And then there's like the sleep part of it where your body needs to be in a sleeping state to just rebuild itself. Yeah. And so that deep sleep is like so crucial to losing fat because your body repairs itself. Everything starts going back to normal. It can uh, metabolize some of that food. And then you're just overall in a better mind state, better stress levels for tomorrow. And same thing with the stress. Like what we were kind of talking about in the stress episode is that your body needs to be in that rest and digest, that parasympathetic, that relaxed state in order to like properly like recover, to properly use function. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially.
0: (laughs) It's essential for function. I'd say on your day to day, if you're not getting enough sleep and you're, in a high stress environment and you're stressing out all the time, you're not, you're going to, that's a recipe to crash basically. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, a crash can lead to like a low dip and you never come back up from that low dip.
1: Yeah. It takes a lot of work to, that crash comes hard enough to rebuild yourself up to it. Exactly. And so this is pretty much the five health myths that we covered today. So starting off, Fat is just like an eyesore. We found out that's not true. Your fat's an organ. It's doing tons of things in your body. You need to respect it. Be nice yeah. to your fat. Yeah. I mean, don't have too much. Don't have too little. Just find that like happy little medium. Exactly. And then oatmeal, probably not our best breakfast option. No. No, never oatmeal. Maybe something tastier, like an omelet, eggs, avocado, yeah. avocado, uh, Okay, avocado toast is a little questionable. <laughs> It's more of a brunch item, I would say.
0: (laughs) Well, just spend that little extra effort to make you some eggs in the morning. Just throw some cheese on it. Maybe cut up a sausage. Mm -hmm. Something quick. I mean, oatmeal is pretty darn quick and simple, and that's probably why people use it. But try and steer clear of that. It's only going to lead to bad results and bad performance.
1: And then avoiding eggs, avoiding red meat because of the cholesterol and the saturated fat killing you. You found out that's not the case. Go enjoy those eggs. Go enjoy that red meat because, let's be honest, it tastes delicious.
0: But also keep in mind anything in excess can lead to bad (laughs) things. So moderate, always moderate, whatever you're doing.
1: True, true. But also like good quality stuff. You don't need to worry. that's true.
0: That's true. Quality over quantity.
1: Exactly. Because trust me, like as much as I would love to overeat like steak every single day, (laughs) my wallet stops me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: maybe that'll regulate itself.
1: And then bringing us to myth number four, fat in your food will make you fat. Anything in excess is going to make you fat yeah. or poor quality is going to lead to more fat. Yeah. So just taking care of your body, getting in the good nutrients.
0: And maybe limiting your portions if you need to or balancing out your, mm-hmm. your
1: daily diet. And then just getting in more of the healthy, actually getting in the healthy fats is going to help your body run better. Yeah.
0: Don't be afraid of fat.
1: And then finally, number five. To lose weight, all you need to do is eat less and exercise more. It's really simple. But no, there's so many factors you need to consider as far as like getting the proper nutrition for you, what your body needs, getting quality nutrition, mm-hmm. some good exercise that's not too much, not too little, like adapt it to where you're at. And then also sleep and stress, huge parts of fat loss, yep. huge parts of muscle gain, like just being an overall like good functioning human, you need uh, you need sleep and you need to manage your stress. Mm-hmm. And those are the five myths. And like a quick little bonus myth, kind of has to do with our second episode, which is vegetable oils. What does that look for Teak? I
0: don't know. I'm just waiting for you to say <laughs> what you're gonna say.
1: Well, the bonus tip is vegetable oils, in that they're not gonna be a better sub for you than like the saturated fats and butter. So use the butter that tastes better. And if you want to learn more about like why these oils are not good for you, make sure to listen to episode two because we break it down.
0: And I also recommend if you can find Kerrygold butter at your store,
1: go ahead and grab Kerrygold. It's delicious. Kerrygold is delicious. Yeah, I can affirm that. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate you. If you could like, so, no, there's no liking. Just subscribe, and if you could leave a uh, leave a review, that'd be amazing. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.
0: Bye.